section one hundred sixty five of the ring and the book by robert browning this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by tony oliva chapter twelve the book and the ring continued for me the weary and the worn who prompt to mirth or pity as i move the mood a friar who glide unnoticed to the grave bare feet coarse robe and robe grit waste of mine i have long since renounced your world you know yet weigh the worth of worldly prize foregone disinterestedly judge this and that good ye account good but god tries the heart still if you question me of my content at having put each human pleasure by i answer at the urgency of truth as this world seems i dare not say i know apart from christ's assurance which decides whether i have not failed to taste some joy for many a dream would fain perturb my choice how love in those the varied shapes might show as glory or as rapture or as grace how conversancy with the books that teach the arts that help how to grow great in fine rather than simply good and bring thereby goodness to breathe and live nor born i the brain die there how these and many another gift may well be precious though abjured by me but for one prize best meed of mightiest man arch object of ambition earthly praise repute of the world the flourish of loud trump the softer social fluting oh for these no my friends fame that bubble which world-wide each blows and bids his neighbour lend a breath that so he haply may behold thereon one more enlarged distorted false fool's face until some glassy nothing grown as big send by a touch the imperishable to suds no in renouncing fame the loss was light choosing obscurity the chance was well didst ever touch such ampulosity as the man's own bubble let alone its spite what's his speech for but just the fame he flouts how he dares reprehend both high and low else had he turned the sentence god is true and every man a liar save the pope happily reigning my respects to him so rounded off the period molinism simple and pure to what pitch get we next i find that for first pleasant consequence gomez who had intended to appeal from the absurd decision of the court declines though plain enough his privilege to call on help from lawyers any more 
resolves the liars may possess the world till god have had sufficiency of both so may i whistle for my job and fee but for this virulent and rabid monk if law be an inadequate machine and advocacy so much impotence we shall soon see my blatant brother that's exactly what i hope to show your sort for by a veritable piece of luck true providence you monks round period with all may be gloriously retrieved perpend that monastery of the convertites whereto the court consigned pompilia first observe if convertite why sinner then or where the pertinency of a ward and whither she was late returned to die still in their jurisdiction mark again that thrifty sisterhood for perquisite claims every pall whereof may die possessed each sinner in the circuit of its walls now this pompilia seeing that by death of the couple all their wealth devolved on her straight utilized the respite ere decease by regular conveyance of the goods she thought her own to will and to devise gave all to friends tighetti and the like in trust for him she held her son and heir gaetano trust to end with infancy so willing and devising since assured the justice of the court would presently confirm her in her rights and exculpate reintegrate and rehabilitate station as through my pleading now she stands but here's the capital mistake the court found guido guilty but pronounced no word about the innocency of his wife i grounded charge on broader base i hope no matter whether wife be true or false the husband must not push aside the law and punish of a sudden that's the point gather from out my speech the contrary it follows that pompilia unrelieved by formal sentence from imputed fault remains unfit to have and to dispose of property which law provides shall lapse wherefore the monastery claims its due and whose pray whose the office but the fisc's who but i institute procedure next against the person of dishonest life pompilia whom last week i sainted so i it is teach the monk what scripture means and that the tongue should prove a two-edged sword no axe sharp one side blunt the other way like what amused the town at guido's cost astria redux i've a second chance before the selfsame court of the governor who soon shall see volte facce and chop change sides accordingly i charge you on your life 
send me with all dispatch the judgment late of the florence rota court confirmative of the prior judgment at arezzo clinched again by the grand ducal signature wherein pompilia is convicted doomed and only destined to escape through flight the proper punishment send me the piece i'll work it and this foul-mouthed friar shall find his noah's dove that brought the olive back is turned into the other sooty scout the raven noah first of all put forth the ark and never came back but ate carcasses no adequate machinery in law no power of life and death of a learned tongue methinks i am already at my speech startle the world with thou pompilia thus how is the fine gold of the temple dim and so forth but the courier bids me close and clip away one joke that runs through rome side by side with a sermon which i send how like the heartlessness of the old hunks archangeli his count is hardly cold his client whom his blunder sacrificed when somebody must needs describe the scene how the procession ended at the church that boasts the famous relic quoth our brute why that's just marshall's phrase for make an end ad umbilicum sic perventum est the callous dog let who will cut off head he cuts a joke and cares no more than so i think my speech shall modify his mirth how is the fine gold dim but send the piece end of section one hundred sixty five